Hi, this is Jim Palmer, the newsletter guru and host of Newsletter Guru TV, and you're listening to my friend Paul Kemp, the App Guy. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. Yes, welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. And in this podcast, we are really excited to be interviewing a lot of different guests from around the world, really guests that bring us very interesting insights into what we can be doing as indie app developers, business owners, and entrepreneurs. So if you are working in a corporation now, perhaps you're working in a startup, maybe you're not even working and you're looking for inspiration, then the App Guy podcast is for you and your benefit. And you can take real inspiration from the guests that we get from around the world and you know take some good insights into what you do in your life. So uh, you know that's the idea behind the podcast. And it's with great pleasure that I actually have a terrific guest lined up. So let me just set this up in that in a previous episode we introduced uh, Steve Nixon Uh, you may want to go back to that and just check out Steve Nixon's uh, episode and he was uh, involved in something that he was was his passion which was uh, freejazzlessons.com and I was really inspired by that interview Uh, we had a lot of interesting app ideas that came out of it and a lot of crossover so uh, it was with you know, great excitement that uh, this next guest said yes, he'd be interviewed, and uh, I think it's going to be a great episode. So it's, uh, let me introduce Roger Lee. It's Roger Lee, and if you go to rogerleedance.com right now, go to rogerleedance.com, and you'll see uh, his website and all the things that he's doing. A lot of different things like private dance lessons, dance cardio class for adults, uh, workshops, and all sorts of different things. And it's all surrounding his passion. So I'm really excited about getting into this episode and, uh, you know, really, uh, I guess, understanding how it is that you manage to follow your uh, passion. So, Roger, it's with uh, great excitement that I introduce you to the App Guy podcast. Thank you so much, Paul. It's a pleasure to be here today. No, terrific. And perhaps we can start by, you know, just understanding how it is that you managed to follow your passion in life? Sure. I like to tell people that I have no other choice. You know, I feel like I was born to dance. I was born to be creative and to really reach the community. So I'd be doing myself a disservice and the people around me if I did not follow that passion. And of course, we have hard days. It's an entrepreneur's life. It comes with the territory. But I feel so fulfilled when I'm living out my passion. So I really just had no other choice, Paul. Um, you know, I was very blessed at a young age to know that the arts were something I had to be a part of. So, you know, when I was five years old, I started out taking visual art classes. My parents saw a gift in me and they made me go every Saturday morning. After that, I started taking dance lessons. And before I knew it, dance and visual art, those two disciplines just became a part of my life. Saturdays, you know, after school, you name it, it was just dance and visual art for me. So once I went to college, I decided to pursue dance and communications and you know, went straight into grad school with arts administration as my master's focus. So I just guess that I was really fortunate to always be on the creative path. There was a time for six months where I had to work uh, nine to five and I did customer service for a research university. And Paul, that was really hard for me just sitting in the cubicle every day. I love to dress up, but, um, you know, not <laughs> you know, it's a different kind of dressing up. So 
you know, those six months, they just really made me appreciate the arts and the life I had before taking that kind of position full time. So after that, I just decided to put my degrees to use, my entrepreneurial mindset, and really pursue dance and entrepreneurship with full force. Well, Roger, consider yourself lucky that it was only six months. I had to do about 10 years uh, with doing something I didn't really like. So <laughs> it was lucky that you uh, got out after six months. And, you know, people listening may actually be in that same position that you were, that they don't particularly feel fulfilled and they don't feel it's their life calling what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What, 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 um, I guess, what, what advice could you say to, to those people that are, you know, sitting on the fence and just maybe a little bit reluctant to, to follow their dreams? How could you convince them that it's the right thing to do? Hmm. I always tell people, envision your life without your passion. Yeah, so if you really think about what it is like just to go in nine to five and, you know, you're just grinding every day, you're getting work done but not fulfilling work. You know, it's kind of, it's an okay picture. You have money, you have stability, but it's just okay for most folks. Then I tell people to envision their life living passionately, doing what they want to do, setting their own hours, finding their own clients that they really would like to work with, setting their own rates, vacationing when they would like to, things like that. You know, having excess money for their family and friends. And You know, when you compare those two things side by side, it almost becomes hard to say no to the passionate life. So it's really visionary. You know, you just have to be a visionary when you're making that tough decision. So you talked about uh, always knowing that you wanted to be uh, in the arts, be creative from a very young age. And I, I think people listening to this may actually think, you know, when they were growing up, there were there was no apps. You know, there was not an app market. There was not this kind of creative uh, excitement that we get nowadays with all the stuff that's going on the web you know if you're a millennial then maybe you grew up a little bit with the internet but certainly not to the extent it is now how can people harness um, those feelings of when they were young uh, you know and um, you know really apply them to, to what it is now they do sure it's really tough you know um, like you said if you grew up without technology and the internet it can almost be scary and rightfully so um you know, we're really asking people now to change everything that they've known. But I would encourage people not to think of it as so much changing, but really it's just adapting what you know. So if you are an expert in finance, I would just challenge people to find ways that technology can help enhance that even more. Because you know, technology is truly there just to make your life simpler. So I think if people keep that in mind and they don't focus so much on the details of technology, they'll be more inspired to pursue it, to learn it to ask for help. I mean, there are people out there who want to help them in terms of learning technology. So you know, just open yourself up to that process. Yeah, let's, let's think about that technology-wise because, uh, you know, 10 years ago, if I wanted to set up a dance class, a dance studio, I would have done that locally. I probably right. would have I would have probably advertised in my local town or city, getting the flyers out and putting adverts in the local white pages, yellow pages, whatever it is, magazines. Mm-hmm. Well, how is it different now? You know, how do you harness uh, technology in your business? Sure. Well, I definitely leverage social media, in particular Facebook. Uh, it's proven to be my friend. So right. you know, if you're on Facebook. Um, you can definitely tap into a lot of markets. You can use their advertising features, which are great because you can target the audience that you dream of. So 
you know, I normally go after people who are interested in music and dance and pop culture and pop stars. And, you know, it really connects me to them because those are the folks that really like my product, what I'm offering. Um, also, just sharing what you do with your existing network of family and friends. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people want to support you. That kindergarten teacher, you know, maybe the pastor at your church, just different folks that you know. If they knew what you were doing, they would be more than happy to support you. So sometimes it's just keeping people aware of what you do every day. And, um, you know, outside of that, I also use a lot of Skype and FaceTime because I've learned that, you know, you can teach a private lesson online. You don't just have to do it in person. Um, you know, and I can talk about that a little bit more during our interview together. But, um, you know, video and online works well. Yeah, I'm almost thinking that we could, you know, apply what you've learned to uh, our trade, for example, because you've got a, a unique talent, a skill, and you're uh, leveraging technology, the internet, Facebook, mm. uh, Skype, uh, f uh, all these uh, Google Hangouts, I guess. Yeah. And uh, everyone has something they're really good at. And we could be doing the same. And, uh, you know, I guess the difference between what we do and you do is that you're building up your own personal brand. You're branding it around your own name sure. and your own. Uh, uh, is that really working out in, in terms of not being this big corporate, but, you know, being yeah. a personal brand? It's hard, Paul, because um, especially online, you know, if you think about Facebook, it's like you want to be known as Roger or Roger Lee Dance, you know, so. It's kind of almost keeping those two things separate. It's like, who are you as an individual versus who are you as the brand? But, um, you know, I'm still trying to maintain that balance and I'm learning about that every day for sure. So that's, uh, this is the App Guy podcast. We love talking about apps and yeah. I think we can uh, possibly come up with a really good app uh, idea or two but for the dance yeah. industry. And, you know, indie app developers listening out now are getting their pens out ready to take ideas because yes, we love we love creating things. You know, we're really creative. And yes. so that, that's, I guess, first of all, it'd be interesting to dig a little bit deeper into, um, you know, your business and and how it is that you actually uh, manage to uh, take all these lessons online, um, use videos. You know, just tell us a little bit more about about your online business. Sure. So it's really centered around dance instruction in particular. So I had a great time teaching people in Philadelphia. I still do, but I wanted to have a broader reach. And I decided that if I use online, you know, Skype, FaceTime, all of that, um, to teach people how to dance privately, I can reach people all over the world that way, just like I would a private client that comes in to my studio space in Philadelphia. So definitely leveraged that. And I decided why not video? You know, it works wonders for the fitness industry. Dance and fitness are very closely linked. So why not put out a dance cardio video? And I did that last year. I decided to take my class to video for people who cannot get to Philadelphia. And that way they could have the same experience, if not even more of an intense experience, because they can play the video over and over and take the class as much as they want for the price of one lesson that someone would take once a week in person. So, um, you know, video and just Skype and FaceTime again have really helped me a lot in my instructional 
the vision of the business. This is great. So um, let's imagine then I uh, have you know a certain profile on Facebook. Uh, I like the certain things. You're targeting me using a Facebook ad, which I see in my mm-hmm. timeline, either on my phone or on the desktop. Yes. I then uh, click your ad and go to your website where I can uh, appoint you as uh, my private uh, dance tutor. Yes. And then uh, for a, a payment, uh, either a subscription or whatever it is you offer, then I can actually then go on to uh, Skype or FaceTime mm-hmm. and uh, then you'll teach me uh, online uh, some yes. moves and some various things. Wow. Oh, yeah. And if people are afraid of that, then I also have an ebook um, that is on Amazon.com right now. And it's about overcoming your dance fear. So a lot of times I talk to potential clients who say, no, I'm, I'm afraid of the video. I'm afraid of coming in person. So they read the book first just to figure out okay what is it about dance that scares me how can i change that and once they read the book and they come to grips with all of that then you know they're ready they're like okay i feel empowered now i think i'm ready to take the first step with video and the next thing you know hey i think i'm ready to make it out to philadelphia and try this thing and you know paul the best part of all of this is really the success stories um hearing about people who danced for the first time at a wedding or a party or surprise their wife with learning a few moves. I mean, that's the wow. reason to do it, you know, to change lives. So. Yeah, no, I can imagine that uh, uh, you've probably got um, some videos, have you, uh, that we can look at from yeah. past clients on your website? That, yes, sir. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Sounds great. You really are changing lives. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, well, uh, I know that, um, uh, well, there must be 90% of indie app developers were awful dancers. I know that I, I reached a certain age and I just then suddenly couldn't dance so <laughs> um, so so the app world is really really now um, an interesting idea because uh, there's a lot of different apps that do dance things so for example I've done an app before uh, when the um, the Harlem Shake uh, uh, rage came out last year you know with the Bauer mix yeah. and uh, I, I put an app on the Android marketplace that uh, enabled uh, or taught people the uh, the what it is that they had to do mm. uh, you know it was a failure it wasn't but it was my, my first dance app and uh, uh, here's someone that doesn't know anything about dance uh, jumping on the bandwagon with the so, so I'm going to explore some potential app ideas have you have you had any app ideas yeah and you know if there was an app to and there may be one but um if not I think a great idea would to be would be excuse me to develop an app where teachers or choreographers could select dance music right there from their phones. So almost like a Pandora model, but um, even deeper where you type in hip hop and you know all of the hip hop tracks just come flooding in. Jazz, dance, ballet, um, because teachers a lot of times, you know, they might forget their CD or forget their iPod at home. And all I have is a phone, but I don't have time to search YouTube for everything and edit the music that's kid appropriate, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if they just type in the word ballet, it'd be awesome if there were nothing but instrumental tracks to choose from. And, you know, just keep it categorized. I think it would be a hit. Right, Roger, we need to talk because are you yep. seriously taking in CDs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, you've got to, yeah, the, the CDs are out. There's, they're definitely, uh, yeah. uh, they're out now. So, and uh, so, so the, well, the immediate thing that I'm thinking of uh, is like Pandora, I guess. So you get that in the US. Um, now, Spotify is really good. They've just had a recent yeah. update uh, to their app and it makes it incredibly easy to go in and, and pick different moods different uh, playlists that relate to different uh, uh, 
uh, moods. So I can, you know, I can go and pick Sunday stroll, or uh, you know, feeling sad, or it's a rainy day. All these kind of different um, you know, moods, mm. uh, and yeah, that's that's just literally at a flick of a button, and that that has been a new update for uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's extremely. I mean, I am addicted to Spotify, but it is a, is a paid paid service, but uh, certainly. Uh, I can't live without that now. No, it's worth it, yeah. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, that's an interesting one. That um, do you, are there really people that still taking CDs to uh, dance studios and uh, put on uh, like a playlist that they've created to teach yeah, dance? I mean, a lot of times, especially teachers who work in inner city schools, so not traditional studios, you know, with powerful sound systems, but just teachers to go in and teach at a high school gym. Uh, half the time there is no sound system so even if they wanted to use you know an ipod or something there's just no chance of it so the only thing they have half the time is a boom box or a cd player you'd be shocked how many people are still still bringing mm. the class you know it's a lot to lug around well uh so firstly uh, I'm, I'm starting to get an app idea here and uh you have to bear with me but i'm gonna flesh it out to you right now because there are people listening to this that can build this kind of thing I love uh and the, the first thing you'll, I guess, that the, the person would need, like yourself, would need some kind of jam box or both do a beautiful um, uh, Bluetooth type uh, um, boom box type thing. Uh, I listened to this the other day. Uh, it's fantastic. A little tiny little device, but it's extremely loud and you Bluetooth your phone to it. And so you get, so then all the music needs to be on your phone, your smartphone, whether it's an Android or a um, an iPhone. What if we could almost have users creating all these different playlists for different moods, different dance moves or different uh, moods, and that all is housed within an app that then goes and fetches the uh, Spotify music, brings it back to the app and plays it within that app. But that app is specific to teaching dance. Mm, I think you're on to something great. Yeah, that does sound something like that could that could really be useful because then... You know, you as a teacher goes, you go into a studio or you go onto Skype and you can immediately, at a flick of a button, uh, you know, pick a particular uh, tune or a, even a mix, a playlist. Mm -hmm. And that, then, you know, that's it. That's all you need to do. Wow. Uh, that would be within one app. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Awesome. So there you go. So people listening, there's an app idea. Um, we can call, it Roger, cool. we yeah. can call it Roger Lee Dance app. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's a great app idea. Um, yeah, I like that. I like the, where this is going. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I have one more for you too. Maybe we could flesh out this uh, pertaining to scheduling. So I know yeah, go for it. dance studio owners, a lot of times they rely on Google calendars and things like that. But um, there was just like one simple app that they can kind of schedule everything. You know, when the teachers are scheduled to work, when the administrative staff will be there. You know, maybe they could just categorize things. I'm not sure. But just having all of that in one place in the app form versus a calendar form, I think would be a lot more efficient for the studio owners out there. This is a great idea, Roger. And we often get this. Uh, guests are always talking about just the difficulty in uh, bringing all these different things together. You know, Google yeah. is great for having a calendar, but yeah. it's all over the place. Now, I've started using... Uh, within the last month, uh, a beautiful um, service called Schedule Once. Mm. And uh, they uh, enable, uh, I guess that is p 
primarily that would be quite helpful for you because uh, it helps you uh, track bookings and people book into your mm. calendar and you can have a choice of either they, they have to choose three different slots which you confirm one of them or they can choose mm. one and it's automatically confirmed and it is a mobile friendly uh, service so schedule once it is if you just google schedule once you'll probably find it mm. and uh, yeah it's changed my life completely in terms of booking guests for the app guy podcast wow. and so uh, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it because before I was, um, you know, back and forth with um, the guests, you know, can we do this? No, I can't. Uh, can you do this? And, would, you know, right. it, it would take about four or five emails. But I'm sure you, uh, you've got the same challenge. Oh, yeah. Especially with the dance company. So, you know, having like 10 adults who work and do other things, um, it can be a lot. So this could change my life, too, I think. Yeah, so it's an absolutely beautiful uh, service called Schedule Once. I think they do a free trial. Mm. And uh, and if you visit within a phone, it, it automatically uh, is mobile responsive. And so uh, you can book on a phone, an iPad, or um, a laptop. And it really is um, yeah, a great scheduling feature for anyone you know listening who is uh, really need needs help uh, scheduling. Sure. And so that's Schedule Once. But yeah, I do think that you know there is the potential there for bringing all these other things together and uh, trying to have one, you know, maybe one specific app for um, uh, uh, someone like yourself that is involved in dance and, uh, you know, running a studio and trying to schedule all these different things. Oh yeah, I thought of one more for you. I know we're just like the engine is going. Right? <laughs> oh, this is great. Well, you know, yeah, I can see your creative mind is bubbling away here. Go, go for it. It is the power of Paul, right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what I'm thinking would be great. I think they have this too for limos. So, you know, say you need a limo somewhere. You just um, I don't know the name of this app at all, but you basically put in your location, all of that, and your address and things, and they will. I'm sorry, I meant to say start and stop location. So where you are, where you want to go, destination. And they will bring a cab out to you in like 15 minutes max. Um, there was an app like that where you could find a dance studio, and there may be one. Um, I just think it'd be great. So you might be looking for a dance studio or a dance party to go to, maybe a dance recital or concert. But I just know living in a big city like Philadelphia in the States, um, there's so many dance events happening all the time, and there are websites that feature it but it's just so much at once it can almost be overwhelming especially to a tourist so if there was just one app and you could select what type of dance event you're looking for i think it'd be genius that is a great idea and it's really new to me so the app you're thinking of is uber and uh, I used Uber for the first time a few months ago in Dubai when I was working over there and living over there. And uh, yeah, absolutely great. You know, it literally tells you where you are. You press a button and tells you exactly how long it's going to be. Now I'm thinking, what if uh, you could do some kind of integration with Uber so that you had not only the events of dance that are happening locally around you, but that you could then have a pickup and a drop-off to that dance event mm. you know, through using an, an Uber backend. That would be yeah, unbelievably great. But, oh uh, I love it. Yeah. They heard yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you literally, you know, this, this is really interesting stuff because uh, the success of apps like Airbnb and Uber, I mean, they're, they're because people want their life curated. You know, they want someone with 
more knowledge than them to just say, look, what is it that I do? Now, here's, an, here's another app idea. Like, you've got me going now, Roger. <laughs> so um, there's an app called uh, Soundwave, which is really clever because it takes all the different feeds from your phone uh, that you're using to listen to music and it puts it into a... Uh, and shares that with you know friends and it gets a really good profile of the types of music that you are perhaps combine that with uh, facebook and your you know the things that you like and how about an app that will not only tell you what's going on locally but knows the sorts of things that you like and will tell you specific to your likes that's amazing yeah that that would be good because you know the phone we know everything you know like facebook you're targeting people because you know their profile Right. If we if we know their profile, we've got it on a phone. Why can't we just curate their Saturday night, you know, and just say that you sh- you should be going to this? Wow, I like that. And then partnerships could be formed, you know, between arts groups and restaurants and all sorts of things. Like you said, limo services. And the possibilities are really just endless for collaboration. Well, Roger, you have the accolade of uh, I think coming up with more app ideas than anyone else that we've had in the in your episode seventy eight. So there's oh. been a lot of episodes before you. So <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> and uh, um, you know, before we go, because these interviews last about thirty minutes, and we're getting towards the end. But uh, before we go, is there, um, you know, is I mean, just I'm thinking again of the. the, the person listen, perhaps working and, and not following their passion can you just describe what it's like to go through a typical day for you you know what, what's it like uh, that, to live your life you know t- maybe take us through an average day that you've had maybe this week last week or, or something that will give us a taste of flavor of what it's like to be an entrepreneur and a solopreneur and, and working for your own business sure it was very exciting you know if you're someone who likes adventure and you know, just adventure on a whim, you know, not all at the time planned adventure. Um, entrepreneurship life is definitely for you. You know, last week I had to teach a few times. Um, so I'll talk about last Tuesday, for instance. I went to teach at a school in North Philadelphia and I taught the children how to dance there in fourth grade. After that, I went to a local senior citizen home in the center of Philadelphia, so like the downtown district, and taught a group of 90 to 98 year olds how to dance. <laughs> Wow, it's yeah. two ends of the spectrum there. Exactly. So after that, um, you know, I came and did a private lesson with a young lady that was training at a large studio for a long time in the city. And um, she just wanted some more individualized attention and to really focus on her own flaws, you know, one-on-one. So she selected me as her private instructor. So I taught her for an hour and a half. And after that, you know, I came home, I answered some emails, had dinner, all of that. But um. It's just a Tuesday, you know, some days I'm doing really exciting things like speaking to Paul Kemp. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ideas on the air, fun stuff like that. So, you know, every day is different. Um, some days I'm just trying to plan and book clients, but other days I'm actually doing the heart of the work. So, you know, I have a coaching service for dancers and other entrepreneurs who speak with me on the phone or on Skype about their own vision for their business. And I really help them get to the heart of what they want to do and give them tangible steps to get there. And, you know, most of the week you'll be booking those clients. But for at least one day out the week, I'm just on the phone and on Skype and FaceTime actually speaking with them. And that's the day I love the most because you do the administrative work to get to the meat of your business, which is helping others. So 
that one day out the week where I really do get to speak to people and coach them. And I mean, that's just the day I look forward to the most. So I want to pick up on one thing you've just said there, helping others, mm-hmm. because, you know, if, if I was talking to you now and I was uh, t- 10 years younger, my, my 10 year younger self, I would not have believed that helping others really does actually help yourself and changes your own mindset. And I've, I've only learned this because when you start to help other people and you see, you know, the effects that that's having on their life, it feel you feel more fulfilled and more enriched. Yes. And in, in fact, I, for me, it's like a clever way of tricking your brain to, if, if you're actually, if you're help busy helping others, then, you know, you almost feel like you've quite fulfilled yourself. Oh, and yeah. Uh, whereas you know me of 10 years ago I was like what can I get out of this what can I you know it's all me 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 and uh, and I was feeling unfulfilled and I'm sure there's other people listening to um, the podcast now that feel the same way perhaps you can expand on what it really is like uh, to help others and in terms of your own fulfillment yeah and you know there's nothing wrong with what you said because a lot of times we all have had those me moments Um, as entrepreneurs sometimes it's really easy to shut out the rest of the world and it's like your little business becomes the center of your everything, you know? And it just is really important, I think, as business owners and leaders, sometimes we just need to step back and think, why are we in this? You know, money comes from it. You may have fame. You may have a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you'll have more of those things if you're helping people. If you're providing something of value and true service, the money, the fame, all of that will come because you're really doing something of value. If you're just chasing those things primarily, you may achieve them, but they're going to be short-lived. You know, I feel like the true blessing comes from helping other people. And I've never felt anything like it, um, you know, through the coaching, definitely through the teaching of dance. And I also would like to touch back on something that you said, Paul, which was when you're helping other people, you're strengthening your own skill set. Every time I teach a dance class, I feel like my technique is growing. You know, I point my foot a little bit harder. I stretch my leg a little bit higher. It's you know, really becoming the master of your craft. I feel like true teachers who can inspire and educate others are just really strengthening their craft as well. So, you know, you're still benefiting, but the focus is not on your own benefit, but really the other people. And I really challenge people to try it. You know, try it for a week, try it for a month, for a year, but really try and help others. And I guarantee you, you'll be helped too. And the money and the fame will come, I'm telling you. might not be overnight, but those things will definitely trickle in as a result. Well, I've almost uh, come up with another app idea, which is every Mm. day uh, you need to document on your app uh, ways that you've uh, helped others. And Mm. then uh, an app that could share those stories so that you can take inspiration from how other people are are helping and giving back as well. Let's call it the Giving Back app. Mm. So um, (laughs) I love that. <laughs> we be- we better start before we just uh, <laughs> create too much. Yeah, no, actually, you know, what, what's um, what's the future plans for you, Roger? What are you getting excited about? Perhaps you can tell us a little bit about uh, you know the future that, sure. that holds for well, you. I'm so excited because I've officially launched my online store on RogerLeeDance.com, and that was a dream of mine. You know, growing up, I knew I always wanted to have a dance store, but when I was a child, the idea of an online store was just non-existent. Now that it's 2014, I realized I can operate a store just off of my website. So if you do go to rogerleedance.com and hit the shop tab, um, you will see our newest releases. And they're new because the store is new. So um, everything in it is brand new. But 
Paul, what I have out is um, three different products that I'm really excited about. Uh, the first one is my ebook, which I talked about earlier. It's called Overcoming Dance Fear, and it's on Amazon.com. And in the ebook, I help people overcome their dance fear in just three steps because I realize people are busy. You know, we don't have a lot of time. So <laughs> with three simple steps, um, first, admitting that you have a fear of dance. That's the hardest step out there. You know, nobody wants to say, I'm afraid of something, but there's power in that. So once you admit that you're afraid, then I challenge you to think back over your life and find the source of that dance fear. Was there one event, you know, was there a comment, just something that made you afraid of dance? Where did it stem from? And lastly, you have to face that giant head on. Yeah, you really have to go and face your dance fear. And after that, you've overcome it, or at least started the process of overcoming. You know, it's never a done deal. I've been doing this professionally for 14 years, and I still have fears about different things. So um, it's never finished, but you're well on your way. Um, the second product I'm really excited about is Roger Lee Dance Class Music. And it's so funny we were talking, Paul, about music and apps and all that, because I collaborated with Danny Beats. And he's a friend of mine from college, an amazing beat maker. And we came up with 10 tracks that dance teachers and choreographers can use in their studio. So if you're a ballet teacher and you just feel like, you know, my students are getting bored with the same classical music every day, try out our CD. Uh, it's available online on iTunes. You can download it right on your iPod and all of that. And you can still do ballet to it. You can do hip hop to it, African dance, you know, any genre because the tracks on there. I think they're mind-blowing. I just listen to it for fun, honestly, um, outside of the studio. So I would tell people to try that out. And then last but not least is a Roger Lee Dance cardio workout video. And that is where I take my adult dance cardio class and bring it to you. So it's a 17-minute video. You can do it at home on a DVD or digital download, if you will. And really, we go through a warm-up, Paul. It's the full body. I had to tell you we'll be sweating in like the first five minutes. Uh, we do push-ups, crunches. We do movements to take you across your living room and back. And then you become a hip hopper for like two minutes out of your life. So you know, wow. you really into it, <laughs> the arms across, you know, you really just find your inner swag and learn a hip hop dance routine. So, um, you know, those are my three products I have out right now. We have gift certificates too. If people want to buy these gifts for others, but I'm just so excited about these products. I just launched them this week. So being here kind of have come in time, but I'm, really excited about it and just I guess the thing I'm really most excited about is seeing how it affects everyone because I think each of these products can touch people in different ways so I just can't wait to hear what people think about it yeah well I mean uh, actually you know in terms of the audience that listen to this uh, I, I f speaking from myself as well you know we can actually neglect our health somewhat you know being sure. entrepreneurs and the the health of founders entrepreneurs and solopreneurs you know it's just the one thing that can be put to one side when you're really busy mm -hmm. and uh I, I just feel like you know half an hour 17 minute video uh, where it gets us sweating within the first five minutes is a t terrific idea yeah. uh, you need to think about an app roger yeah. roger you need to um get, get those things in an app because um of course yeah. you know that it's the one thing that you have in your hand then everywhere so if you're in your exactly. bedroom or if you're in a, or whatever room in your house or somewhere sure. private you know even somewhere at work, secretly, you could go and quickly, mm -hmm. uh, quickly uh, open the app and uh, and play the video. So. Wow, I love that idea. We definitely should talk about that. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I have you know had other apps where I've collaborated with past guests, and yeah. uh, 
meditation app we did recently with a past guest. And, oh, wow. uh, uh, yeah, that's, um, took, 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 uh, I don't know, took three, three or four days to create that, I think, uh, and then two, three weeks to get it through the Apple police. But, hmm. uh, uh, Roger, well, it's been a terrific ride. I feel uh, blessed that uh, you've come and joined us and shared your story, a passionate story. How, um, I guess the best way of getting in touch with you is uh, rogerleedance.com. Yes, sir. Yep. So we have contact forms all over the site. So whether you're on the parties page or the instructional page or professional development coaching, every page has a contact. So, um, you know, go directly to me and you can always email me to rogerleedance at gmail.com. But, um, Always online, I'm always connected, just looking to speak with people and help them out on their journeys too. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter, yes. So um, I am at Roger Leap, L-E-A-P. Great. Yeah. My uh, last name is Lee, but I'm a dancer and I leap. So I want to. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it Roger Lee was gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, that's all going to be on the show notes as well. So if you just go to the, the appguy.co, the appguy.co or onemob.com and uh, look for the episode with Roger Lee, then uh, there all the things that we've mentioned uh, are going to be in the show notes. Roger, it's been a terrific journey. Thanks very much for joining us and we'd love to have you back in the near future. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at onemob.com. The App Guy Podcast.